I think a lot of times it's easier for us to sit on the sidelines and watch other people who know what they're doing or we watch people who don't know what they're doing and then we <laughs> say, well, that's why I'm not yes. doing this. The analogy, right, it's hard to pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. Like the more we jump in and we're willing to try and learn, do those things that are hard, the easier it becomes for us to help other people. What's up, everybody? My name's Liz. My name is Trey. And welcome to another episode of Hey, Don't Do That, where we explore the little things nobody tells you that have big big impacts on your motivation, effectiveness, and success. Yes. Tree, true or false, in 1967, there was a woman named Katherine Switzer, and she was the first female to unofficially complete the Boston Marathon as a bandit runner, meaning she was unregistered. Oh, I'll go with true. It's false. She was not a bandit runner. She was actually a registered runner, but she had to register with only her initials because in 1967, women were not allowed to run the Boston Marathon. Oh. So she registered with her initials, so nobody knew. Huh. And then once they saw her, there's yeah. some iconic pictures. The race yes. organizers were literally trying, trying to, to pull like her, off. her off. Yes, and she refused. Yes, because she did not watch from the sidelines. You're even though right. she was told not to. Yes, because our topic today is to not watch things from the sidelines. Um, I was thinking about this recently. So my kids both do ninja, right? Ninja, ninja warrior, and they compete in different um, like course runs yeah. in different leagues where they do course runs. And my nine-year-old, he hates balance obstacles. So he likes doing yeah he likes doing the grippy stuff and the swingy stuff. He, he I always say he has like lead blocks for feet. And balance is not quite his strong suit, right? Okay. But whenever he goes to the gym, if he's there for an open gym or what, he will not do balance. He'll watch other kids do it. Okay. And he'll go choose to do something else. And so we were talking, um, talking one night, and he's telling me about the courses, and I couldn't get past the balance, so I had to keep doing the balance. And, and I said, well, Jack, do you ever... Like every time I'm at the gym, I don't see you practice balance. Yeah. Like I, you'll watch other kids do it, but then you go do something else. He's like, well, yeah, I know. And I told him, I said, well, Jack, like, don't just sit there and watch other people do it. If yeah. it's something you want to get better at, you have to do it. Yes. Watching other people is not going to help you. Yeah. Like you've got to actually go do the thing instead of just sitting back and watching people do yes. the thing. Yes. And like that stories in this topic just remind me of like of the, the quote from Woody Allen. He says, um, no, it's a different quote. There's a quote that says, life is not a spectator sport, right? Neither is like, you can't just watch other people balance and get better. You can't, you have to jump in and do it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times it's easier for us to sit on the sidelines and watch other people who know what they're doing, or we watch people who don't know what they're doing, and then we <laughs> say, well, that's why I'm not yes. doing this. But I think it can save us from that fear of failure, or from embarrassment, or from judgment. And so mm -hmm. we just say, I'll just sit back 
I'll just yeah. let other people do it. I'll wait until I feel 100% confident in my abilities before I get out there. But the truth is you're never gonna feel 100% confident in your capabilities until you get out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. there's a certain point of like, you can learn and watch other people do it. You would still have to try and do it yourself. Watching is not enough. You're, you're not you're not practicing what, what you learn and the knowledge that you gain. You won't be able to gain the skills or make improvement if you don't try. Mm -hmm. In in uh, Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt says the only people who never makes any mistake is the people who never do anything. Right. So when you try something new, step away from the sidelines and into the action. You're bound to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's normal. It's part of us getting better and improvement. But it's just a matter of, of overcoming that fear and jumping in. Yeah. I feel like in my career, I have had many things that I thought, I don't think I can do that. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ready to do that. Yeah. Whether it was, get up in front of a group of CEOs for the first time, yeah. whether it was pick up the phone and call the CEO of you know one of the biggest companies in St. Louis or Kansas City, mm -hmm. whether it was buying a business. I mean, there were so many things that I thought, I can't do that. I'm not ready to do that. I don't know how to do that. And still to this day, sometimes I think, what am I doing? I don't know how to do this. How did I get in this spot? Why are they listening to me? They asked me to come speak, don't they know? Like I still have all of those thoughts. And if I wouldn't have just said, okay, I'm gonna go get in the game. Like I'll, I'll try it. I don't think I would've be where I'm at. I wouldn't have learned what I've learned mm -hmm. if I would've just sat on the sidelines. Yeah, what you brought up is that ties to it is the imposter syndrome. Oh yeah. Of like you know, I don't think I belong in there, mm -hmm. so I'm just gonna watch. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump in. I'm not, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to be in that room. That's scary. I can't be talking to all those CEOs. Um, it also reminds me how you say in previous episodes. You know, like you say, like as a little kid, as like was it like six year old, eight year old? And you're like you're afraid to do that dance. Oh recital. yeah, I didn't want to go to my dance recital. Yeah, yeah, because you were terrified. Of yep, being I in happily people. wanted to watch on the sidelines. <laughs> but you did it right, and you realized. <laughs> you realize you you were okay with it, right? So we won't know until we give it a try. Like you will never figure out exactly if you are able to do it or not until you, until you give it a try. Right? And I think it's one thing that I think people sometimes forget is that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to maybe feel a little bit unprepared. It's okay to be terrified. Mm the first time you do something, right? I think they say like courage isn't about not having fear. Courage mm -hmm. is about having fear and then doing it anyway. Yeah. There are so many things people will even say to me, I'm sure they say to you now, like how do you get up in front of groups? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Don't you get nervous? And yeah. it's like, 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. nervous every time yeah. I get up yeah. in front of a group, right? Because this group is bigger or this group is more senior leaders or this group is a group of, you know, people who we've never worked. You get nervous every time and it's okay to feel scared. It's okay that you have those thoughts of like, I don't know if I'm ready to do this. It's just getting over that fear, getting over that scared and saying, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, a lot of times people overcome those fear when they don't, they feel like they don't have an option. Like, I gotta do this, I gotta jump out of this airplane because I'm on a plane right now. That's the only option. And then it just makes me think like, why, why can't I just create those why, why can't I just be willing to be uncomfortable instead of waiting until I'm forced to do those things? Because once we do those hard things, I just realize, wow, there's so many more opportunities just open up for me because I was able to do that scary thing. Like, I don't want to just sit and wait until I have to do it because what if we don't have time, mm -hmm. right? We're waiting, waiting, watching on the sidelines. Time, when we think about it, is a luxury. Not many people have enough time. So if you wait one day, you wake up, you realize, I don't have time to do the things I always wanted to do anymore. I wish I had time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people always want to be able to go back and say, oh, I, they say at the end of your life, most people, it's not that they regret the things they did, it's the fact that they regret the things they didn't do. Yeah. Right? And so being willing to say, okay, I could fail miserably, mm -hmm at this, but I'm going to try. Yes. yes. I mean, I, right, I do all my ninja stuff. And the amount of times when I have conversations with people, I say, oh, I do ninja. And they say, oh my God, I would not be able to do any of that. I could never do that. And I just say, well, how many times have you ever done ninja? And they're like, well, I've never tried it. And I'm like, well, then it's no wonder you can't do any of this stuff. But that doesn't mean you can't. I said, I couldn't do anything. When I started, yeah. like, yeah, you can't do anything right now. And that's okay because you've never done it before. Mm -hmm. But if you just start going, you start developing the capabilities. Yes. There's, um, you know, there's a lot too, I think that fear of failure or embarrassment and, um, there, I don't know who said this quote, but it, at some point it gets to the essence of the very first time you do something, like if you're not a little bit embarrassed about the way it went, you took too long. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be perfect the first time you try something. We should do something the first time and say, oh, that didn't quite go the way I was hoping. Like <laughs> I should have done more of this or I should have done less of this or yes. oh man, I should have done this differently. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the only way you learn because yes. sometimes in your head, it plays out one way. Like, oh, this is how this is going to go. This is the way this is going to work. But then when you're actually in it, that's when you really get to feel, oh, never mind. This isn't going the way I thought it was going to go. But that's where you learn. That's where you grow. Like, that's where you actually develop the confidence and the capability yeah. to keep going and to push yourself more. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's just makes me think of uh, this leadership coach that I follow and that you sent me a quote one time, Jim Quick. Oh and yeah. he says, try it once just to get over the fear, just to experience it. And then try it a second time, see how you how you like it. And then try it a third time to really figure out, like, is this really something for me? 
So like, don't just I try the first that. time, right? Just try the first time, just to get over the experience uh-huh. of doing it, and then go back and then say, okay, like, do I like this? And then do one more time just to make sure, like, is it something for me or should I move on? Right? Try it three times. I because a lot of times the first time you try something, you do you have that all of those fears and nerves. Yeah. And you could easily mistake that for oh yep see I don't like this yeah. see I'm not good at this yeah. So yeah, if you try it again, yeah. because every time you do something, you get a little more confident, right? Like you feel a little bit better about it, even if you're still like, okay, I'm, I've only figured out this one little piece. It's still not great yet, yeah. but I'm kind of slowly starting to figure. Like you just feel a little more confident the more you try. I mean, everybody sees that in their work, right? When you show up for your first day at a new job, you're like, oh, what am I doing? I don't know how to do all this stuff. And then after you've been there for a year, you're like, oh. I got this. Yeah. This is easy. Yeah. Well, anything new, we have those fears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, like, whenever I think about do I stand on the sidelines or do I jump in? There's two things that's really helped me to jump in. Okay. And one is the quote that says, "80% of success is just showing up." Mm-hmm. If you're just watching from the sidelines, you're not showing up. You're not taking chances, right? And then thinking about the facts that. If you're not working towards realizing your vision, you are helping somebody else's realize their vision. Oh, right. So if you're just watching by the sidelines, you're helping other people achieve their goals. You're just taking on what comes to you instead of actively going out there and making things happen. You're helping other people succeed instead of helping yourself succeed. So why can you take the initiative? And make it happen for yourself. Yeah, which I don't think we're saying uh, forget everybody else. Just no. be selfish and only focus on your own goals. Mm-mm. But if if we don't take that initiative, yeah, other people will happily say, "Yep, come with me, help me do this." And then at the end of the day, there's nothing left. It's like the analogy, right? It's hard to pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Like the more we jump in and we're willing to try and learn, do those things that are hard, the easier it becomes for us to help other people. Yeah. Right. It's almost yeah. like this, not a double-edged sword. I don't know what the opposite of a double-edged sword would be. <laughs> you know, like a double-edged sword is like kind of a good and bad. Yeah. This would just be like a good, good. Is it like a balancing act? Huh. Maybe. It's like, like a win-win situation. Yeah. It's like the win-win, right? Like yeah. the more you jump in the more you will also help other people. Yeah. Because the amount of times that I will hear, whether it's me or it's participants in trainings, where people will recognize each other and they will say, oh my gosh, because you were willing to go try this, mm. it gave me the confidence yes. to go try this. Yes. Like sometimes we underestimate how, how us just saying, I'll step up, I'll step in the game, get away from the sidelines, impacts other people and their ability to get in the game. Yes, like, yeah, that, that's a powerful mindset mm-hmm. is like the way we live our life is the biggest example that we teach other people. 100%. Right? So if we want to motivate our people, we want to inspire our people, we gotta take those actions, but we can't watch from the sidelines. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I admire is that how you jump right in is with AI. Oh yeah. Right? You're not watching from the sideline, you're not saying, we'll see how this thing turns out. You jumped in, you gained knowledge, you, you became curious, and then you you came to understand it more, and now you're 
not only understanding it, you're leveraging it,、mm-hmm. right? So it's it starts with jumping in, being curious, and then that's how you learn. That's how you get better, and you can leverage things. Yeah, you get to figure out what what works, what doesn't work, what you want to change,、um, and I think there's, you know, there's a lot of people in the world who will happily just sit back and wait. And like the the world will never wait for you. Like you have to be willing to just say, you know what, this this could end up in a disaster, but I'm going to jump in and figure it out. Yeah. And it's that ability. I think sometimes you even just need a you need a person to push you into the deep end and just say, you know what. I'm really scared right now, and to have the person who will give you the tough love and just like <laughs> shove you in, you know? I mean, you do. You need somebody sometimes who will like、yeah. shove you in, yeah, and can then they'll stand on the sidelines and be your cheerleader. Yeah, I mean this in a good way. You're really good at pushing people in. <laughs> you're really good because you want to help. You want to help people grow. You're really, you're really good. At I just think people are people capable、in. of a lot. I do.、Yeah. I think that people are capable of a lot,、yeah. and they don't always realize everything that they're capable of.、Mm-hmm. I always say I will push you in, and then I will stand there with a life jacket. Like I will stand there with a life jacket. I'm not gonna let you drown. No. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to push because、yeah. if you don't, otherwise you have a bunch of people that just end up being complacent. Like, oh yeah, this, you know, I'm just doing the same thing. It's easy. I don't know about that. No way. Push. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one one last quote to keep in mind. One last thing to keep in mind is when we feel like we're done, we're finished changing. We're finished because change is the only constant, right? Like when you feel like I'm done changing, I'm fixed in my ways. Well, you're gonna you're gonna in, you're gonna be in for a treat because things gonna throw you off track.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no such thing as、um, like done, right? Like oh, I never need to do this again. Oh, I've got that. Like we're always growing, evolving, changing, but it's a whole lot harder to grow, evolve, and change when you're sitting on the sidelines. So you got to find opportunities to jump in.、And、when you find opportunities to jump in, you grow, evolve, and change more. Yeah. So no matter how many times I try to jump in instead of watching from the sidelines, I still suck at trivia. But you do your best. <laughs> You do your best, and you, and you learn some things. You know, you're always you're always learning.、Mm-hmm. You're always learning some things.、Um, how many how many do you think I would get right today? How many do I think you're gonna get right today?、Um, I think you're gonna get. So two of them, I'm gonna give you a range. Like you can be like plus or minus a certain number, but I think、okay. you're gonna get. That helps. Maybe two. We'll see. Okay. But you'll learn you'll learn some stuff. I think. All right.、Um, all right. Question number one:、okay. Which U.S. president famously said, "It is not the critic who counts; the credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena." Oh, 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 oh shoot! Oh,、um, um, Ronald Reagan. No. Which sport has the largest fan base across the globe? Soccer. Yes. With approximately thirty thousand runners, how many spectators? Does the Boston Marathon draw each year on average? A hundred thousand. No. 
The highest voter turnout in history was in 1876. Wow. When what percentage of eligible voters cast ballots? 60,000. That, that's not a percent tree. <laughs> give, me, give me a percent, please. 53%. Okay, and then last one. Um, what is the sideline called in English football? No idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I think I was... I was so caught in the moment. I was like, percentage, 60 Yeah, that's close to a percent tree. You know what? You were in the game. You were in the game. You weren't on the sideline. Um, okay, the U.S. president who famously said, it is not the critic who counts. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. That was Theodore Roosevelt. Good old, good old Teddy. Good old Teddy. Um... Okay, uh, second question. Sport that has the largest fan base, you were right. That is soccer or football, if you live like anywhere else besides US. Yep. Uh, 30,000 runners. First of all, that's a lot of runners in the Boston Marathon. 30,000 people? That's like a lot. That is a lot. Um, That's like a Taylor Swift concert. Spectators? So I would have given you a range, but you were way too far (laughs) off. 500,000 people. Go watch the Boston Marathon. Wow, it's way more than I said. I would have not guessed that many either. 500,000 people go spectate that thing. Wow. Um, 1876, the highest voter turnout in history. People got off the sidelines, 82.6% of people. Today, um, they say like Is most- lower? Yeah, most modern elections are somewhere between 50 to 60% of people. But in 1876, 82% of people went out and voted. Not crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the last question: the sideline in English football is called the touchline. The touchline. Yeah, they don't call it the sidelines; they call them touchlines. Hmm. I know, right? Um, okay, well, whatever it is that you have been thinking about, because I know as we were talking, there was something you were thinking about, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I should get in. I yes. should go, I should try, I should do, yeah. like, get off the sideline. Don't sit on the sideline. Get up, get in the game, yeah. and you'll actually make some progress towards your goals. Yes. We'll see you next time on another episode of Hey, Don't Do That. Bye. <laughs>